It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. Halfway through the week. Here we I looked, are. I looked at you earlier today and I was like, it's only Wednesday? It's only Wednesday. Dang it. And we still have jobs. Thank you to Faith Hill for the national anthem this morning. Meet, good morning. Good morning. It's warm again. I'm loving this weather. Oh my gosh. Yesterday was amazing. I literally just, I popped up one of our, uh, one of our little fold-up chairs out in the garage and just worked out in the garage. Sat. Just sat there, watched the kids ride up and down the street on their bikes. It's great. It was fantastic. I, did, I, I almost didn't want to wear a jacket in this morning. Oh, honestly, I didn't need one. Yeah, I didn't. I actually had that same conversation with myself yeah. this morning. Walked out to the truck. I'm like, why did I wear this? Yeah. What am I doing? Because later today, you're not going to need it. No. It's going to be beautiful. And it's going to stay in my truck forever. Enjoy it while you can. I believe Friday, it's supposed to be a little bit cooler. Definitely not down in the 20s. Definitely not snow. We'll take that. I just know that I see a lot of 70s when I see the forecast. I am loving it. But <laughs> yeah. at some point, that snow is going to creep back, right? No. We're holding. I, I Hopefully feel like it's going to. November will be the next snow or December. I'm down with that. <laughs> Hopefully, we're done with snow for the year. Uh, would you give up your lawn for cash? We're going to talk about that today. And if we get rid of daylight saving time, what are the side effects? going to happen. Because everybody's sharing this on Facebook right now. I can't believe it's going to be over. This is awesome. But there are some ramifications for that. Uh, we've also got Matthew from Old Dominion. He'll be on the show today. And Remy versus Casey. We've got Brad Paisley tickets and Parmalee tickets. Again, Casey out this week. She's living it up in the Caribbean. It's funny. Her posts went from every day to now we don't really hear from her. Weird how it goes like that. <laughs> Remy and Casey. For years, my wife and I would go to KFC specifically for the coleslaw. The co- of all things, the of coleslaw. all the things, the coleslaw. For whatever reason, KFC coleslaw is different than any other coleslaw. So if we were having a chicken night or maybe I was grilling or we had a bunch of friends over or whatever, we would go to KFC, specifically get the coleslaw, and that's it. And they would look that's at so you crazy. super funny when you're going through As the drive through Like, I would like a large... Coleslaw. Two spoons, please. <laughs> so recently, we started trying to mess around with copycat recipes and trying to make it at home mm-hmm. because we like it in such a large quantity and it goes so well with so everything. <laughs> and we found a recipe that is exactly like the coleslaw from KFC. And the two things that are in the KFC coleslaw are onions and a cup of sugar like a whole cup of sugar in that's the x factor the x factor is the sugar i feel like that most coleslaw sense. recipes don't call for sugar or that much of it but that's why it's so good that, that's, it's addicting at that point <laughs> I, I understand it but it led me down a path of all of these different copycat recipes like we've made the boston market cornbread muffins forever mm. and the x factor in that is that it's not actually totally cornbread muffin. Half of it is cake. It's all dessert. <laughs> yeah. The muffin, even the coleslaw has sugar in it. Everything yeah. is sweetened. Everything is super sweet. That's yeah. why you guys like it. So it's basically like a corn flavored cupcake. And it's not cornbread. It's cake. <laughs> but it's so good. It's a and that's why it's cake. so good. Uh, we, we tried uh, um, and have done the Panda Express string bean 
chicken oh, before. And that's pretty good. Man, I haven't tried the orange chicken just because I don't know if you can actually replicate that. Yeah, the, the crispiness of the orange chicken. Anytime we do like Chinese stuff at home, you just never get that that yeah. crispiness that you want. Uh, something we tried a while back. The Chick-fil-A uh, chicken recipes. Have you done those? The no. copycat recipes? No. So it's always those ingredients that you didn't think about, right? Uh, I think one of them was powdered sugar for like the breading. Really? Yeah. And oh. then uh, pickle juice was part of the marinade that helps break it down and gives it some of that flavor. That's interesting. But it is a game changer. Like if you're out camping, you know, you got a little uh, fryer and all that stuff. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Think about this before you go into another restaurant again. Like if there's something like like, like the Chick-fil-A sauce is delicious, I think. Cane sauce. I love cane raisin sauce. cane sauce. All, there's copycat recipes for everything. Dude, I want to find the uh, the Texas Roadhouse rolls and butter. Yeah. I could make a meal out of that for a week by itself. That stuff is amazing. I, that's the recipe I need to find next. So what's your favorite restaurant copycat recipe? I posted this up on the Facebook page. We're looking to expand our copycat recipe horizons today. Uh, 314-699-4766. You can text the recipe there, or you can just tell us what it is. You can also participate on the Facebook page, 923WIL. But all this food talk super early is not doing me any good. Where do we find the recipe for McDonald's Coke? That's what I that's the secret oh, to life. That is a secret to life. Remy and Casey. Meet, I'm finding out that I have an unhealthy relationship with sauces and sides. Welcome to the party, Remy. <laughs> Welcome in. But it's not the main dish from any place. So we were talking about copycat recipes and how my wife and I uh, we found the KFC copycat recipe for their coleslaw. And the secret is that there's a pound of sugar in it. And that's why it's so delicious. Such a good secret, though. But it's so good. And we can make so much of it for our friends and family whenever they come over. We're thinking about, like, spring and summer burgers and fried chicken and all that kind of stuff. You're going to have pounds of this, like, frozen in the freezer. Oh, yeah. Honey, fall out the slaw. So good. It's such a great recipe. So we were asking your favorite copycat recipes from restaurants. And a bunch of people are commenting now on the Facebook page. Kate says, my mom has a copycat recipe for the Zupa Toscana from Olive Garden. Ooh, from Olive Garden. And she thinks that her mother's is better than Olive Garden's now. So she won't wow. even get the one at Olive Garden. And I thought this was great. Shannon said, smash burgers on the Blackstone. Check and check Ding. with steak and shake Frisco sauce. Man. It's the sauce. It's the sauce. I haven't had steak and shake Frisco sauce in a long time, but that is some delicious stuff. An another one that we didn't talk about was the TGI Friday's Jack Daniels sauce. Okay, I got a problem with that, though. You they do? put that sauce on every, like, <laughs> salads. Because it's so good. It's on everything. <laughs> you got to get the, the, what is it, the flat iron steak with the with the Jack Daniels sauce. Oh, so everything good. has the glaze on it. Oh. Seriously, good luck. I, I bet less than 5% of that menu does not have the glaze on it. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. Fridays brought to you by Jack Daniels. Uh, Meat, is anything on the text line there? Yeah, Kyle from Afton texts in and says that uh, him and his wife love the Red Lobster biscuits. Those like cheddar biscuits? Yeah, Cheddar Bay. Oh, man, those things are good. Back to the sides, man. Back to the sides. The, bread is a weakness, just in general. Yeah. I mean, any like whether it's the Texas Roadhouse rolls, whether it's the Olive Garden breadsticks, the Red Lobster biscuits, it's just a weakness overall. Yeah, I think I'm going to start introducing myself. Like when people ask for a bio for me, I'm just going to say, hi, my name is Remy. I have an unhealthy relationship with sauces and sides. I like sauce. <laughs> like I'll get the waffle fries at Chick-fil-A just as a vehicle for the Chick-fil-A sauce. I don't even like Chick-fil-A sauce. <laughs> oh my gosh! I know! Serious? I'm sorry! 
92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. It's Remy and Casey and our buddy Matt from Old Dominion. Yes. What's up? What's up, man? So congratulations. How Five well? times in a row for Group of the Year at the ACMs. I mean, it's got to it, – you think it's going to stop, right? But it just keeps going. How does that feel? Just keeps on going. It feels incredible, man. I mean, what a what a ride this has been. Uh, I was reading that you didn't actually pick up a guitar until you were 14. You were actually a drummer before that. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. I, I started playing drums when I was in, I guess, like sixth grade and then didn't pick up the guitar until later. Did you end up getting on a drum set or did you start with the standard like snare drum bells package? Yeah, I started with a snare, and then um, my dad, who was not like a spontaneous guy, but I'll never forget, we walked by this like kind of thrift store, and there was like a drum kit in the window, and he was like, let's go in there. And uh, he bought it out of the window and put it in the truck, and we went home, and I it was, I was like, blew my mind. <laughs> That's awesome. I just remember the coolest kid in, in school was the only kid that knew how to play the drum set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what got me, man, was like I saw – this like kid that was like friends with my older brother and he like did a drum solo or something uh, at like a school program and everybody went nuts. And I was like, that's what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the stadium tour coming up, uh, you guys are doing all this stuff, the stadium tours, you're winning awards nonstop. Music is coming out like crazy. What is the pinnacle for you? Like as an artist, how do you, what, what is the top for you? Oh man, that's a good question. I mean, you're always kind of, this industry is sort of a trap, right? You're always looking for the next thing, but, you know, honestly, we just wanted people to listen to our music and, you know, as a, as a songwriter or as an artist, you just want an audience of some sort. And whenever we get to go out on stage and see people like having a good time to our music, that is the pinnacle. Uh, the, the rest of the like stuff is, is, you know, the icing on the cake. We were talking about how this is a big stadium tour that you're on with Kenny and, it's got to be such a cool thing to do that. But from a musician's standpoint, do you like playing like bars, theaters, arenas, stadiums? Like from your standpoint, you're playing the music, you're interacting with the audience. Is there a, a size of venue that you like the best? Uh, you know, it's it's like apples and oranges, you know. I mean, it's you spend your whole life playing in clubs hoping to get to a stadium and then you get into a stadium and you're like, it'd be fun to play a club again, you know? So it's like, it's like all of it is so cool. Everyone is different. So we've been talking about maybe since we're going out with Kenny, we may do some like pop-up shows or something here and there where we just like pop into a club the night before something and and play or something. We're trying to figure that out. (laughs) So a lot of times when we see tours like this, multiple artists combining, we'll see a little collaboration maybe after it. Anything like that in the near future possibly with anybody that's on this tour? Uh, It's not a bad idea. I mean, we're friends. Like this is the first time I think that this tour we're friends, like pretty good friends with everyone on this tour. So I imagine there's going to be a fair amount of of back and forth. You know, Carly and I just wrote a couple songs and uh, Dan and Shay, they're always fun to hang out with and, you know, we have such a great relationship with Kenny. I can imagine that something might come out of it. Awesome. Like a good enough relationship to hang out on his island and write songs? Ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Is it, it's just like no big thing now. I've been to, you know, I've been to Kenny's island a couple times, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's like, it's funny, like not a lot of people know this, but um, there's a promo photo of us. If you look it up, it's like kind of recent where I'm wearing a white suit. 
and like there's we're all like looking super cool and there's all this like greenery in the background kenny was art directing that photo it was at his house we were hanging at his house and he was just having a blast making us like stand at different places around his property so i mean it was in it was not in on the islands but at a different place so that's uh, awesome. You know, yeah, yeah, we, we got a pretty good relationship with him. He's great. Gosh, we're we're so excited for you guys to to join us in St. Louis. We're excited baseball's back. We're excited Bush Stadium is open. Uh, May seventh is when you're going to be here with Kenny and Dan and Shay and Carly. Tickets available now. Ninety two three wil dot com. Thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate it. Yeah, can't wait to see you guys. Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on ninety two three wil. Remy, have you ever had that stretch of success or stretch of luck in your life where it seems like everything is just on the up and up? Nothing can go wrong. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's had that at some point, right? You want to get back to that. Right now, Parker McCollum, it seems like he's kind of in the middle of that. We know that uh, he's got a wedding coming up. It'll be happening in May. We learned last week he's going to be dancing to George Strait. Him and his uh, soon-to-be wife are for their first song. But he recently talked about all the success and how everything is kind of coming together at once in his career right now. Uh, it kind of gave me like some Walker Hayes, Luke Combs vibes where everything's just happening at the right time. But in the past year or so, you're looking at Parker McCollum now getting married. Uh, just picked up ACM Male of the Year. He headlined and sold out a show at the Houston Radio 73,000 or radio Houston rodeo <laughs> yeah. uh, 73,000 fans he sold out that show there and he just got his second number one with uh, uh, to be loved by you so like everything is happening right for this guy right now and it looks like he's just going to continue to go upwards in country music yeah we kind of see this happen from time to time in country music where an artist has a six month, eight month stretch or a year stretch of just success after success, mm-hmm. single after single. And it's going to be one of those fun moments to look back on that summer that 92.3 WIL brought Parker McCollum to you yeah, at the do. pageant. You know what I mean? And a sold out crowd there at the pageant is what? Two or 3,000 oh, people. Oh, it's such an intimate arena. So it's just cool to, those, those are the moments in radio that I love the most are when the artists are small and they're and you can say I remember when absolutely I saw him at this tiny venue you know what I mean and you know he's kind of pinching himself right now because he even you know spoke it in an interview and said that it's gonna take him a while to kind of stop and look back and realize what all has happened in this last six months or a year or so yeah but a lot of good things happening for Parker McCollum and again he's gonna be at the pageant here brought to you by 92.3 WIL Casey covers country I am meet in for Casey this week it's brought to you by Bricklayers Local 1. Earn while you learn. Visit BACSTL.com. Thank you, Meet. A couple weeks ago, I told you about a bunch of crows that all died downtown. You remember that? Yeah. Uh, well, now we know why. I'll tell you more with your unprofessional news next on 92.3 WIL. Real news is lame. This is unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. So a couple weeks ago, we talked about the murder of crows downtown. That's what they call a flock of crows. A murder. murder. Yeah. Sounds so fitting. I didn't know this, but apparently there were crows that died downtown. But at the same time, there were also crows that died at Cravecore Lake. Seriously? It was all connected. And we talked about the crows in Mexico as well. that just kind of fell out of the sky. Uh-huh. That was not mentioned in this article, but... 
there's just hundreds of dead crows everywhere. Well, we now have an answer as to what happened to those crows. Some of the theories were like people shooting them out of the sky because there's there's so many of them. They were super annoying, like picking them off with a BB gun or whatever. Be an impressive shot. That was not the case. Uh, some sort of virus that was uh, also thought about or aliens. Those are all the options. Which makes the most sense. The, all the options, right? Well, the final diagnosis was that the, bird, the birds died from an avian rheovirus infection. So it was a virus. It was an avian virus that... It's not the bird flu. It's a type of bird flu, I guess. Chrono. But it wasn't... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the virus always spreads from birds when they gather in a tight space for winter roosting. So this happens. Like, that's why they came in. They came in to do the whole roosting thing. All got diseases. Just a way of life. Like, think about it like spring break in Florida right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the roosting season for college kids. It's different kind of diseases they're getting down there, though. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. Hopefully, uh, we don't see any deaths from that. But but for all of them to drop at once, though. Yeah, yeah, they got it. That's and it was insane. Just, it's just like instant, instant death for uh, the crows. But that's the answer. We all guessed what it could be. Wasn't aliens. It was a virus. Uh, next story. There's been a lot of weight loss and healthy trends over the last 10 years. Avocados, mm. pomegranates, mm. smoothies. Remember juice cleansing? Oh, yeah. That's still kind like of a Jack thing. Jack LaLanne juicer. This thing I could never get behind. In fact, if I were to be given a penalty of this for losing Remy versus Casey, I would actually say no. I would, I would veto that. I would say no. Insect juice. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> More specifically, cricket juice. Nope. Obviously, insects we know have a lot of protein, fiber, vitamins, things like that. The most edible uh, insects were analyzed, grasshoppers, silkworms, and crickets. And actually, there's a lot of the population of the world that eat Crickets and grasshoppers yeah, on the regular. I get that. Chocolate covered or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, apparently, these uh, these insects have five times more, uh, I guess, vitamins and minerals than orange juice does. That's disgusting. No yeah. way. Okay, so I can I can understand people that try the uh, like you said the chocolate covered grasshoppers or the crickets or whatever, but those are like dry. The, the pocket of like juice and guts that <laughs> hits your mouth and your tongue when you bite into that. That is that. No, that's absolutely disgusting. The juice is the, the downfall there. Yeah, we have a leopard gecko at home who may enjoy this little concoction. <laughs> I like don't know. One thing on, on earth. Yeah, I don't know that I'd ever toss a whole slew of crickets from Petco in my ninja blender and just go at it. Ugh, that's absolutely disgusting. Very disgusting. Sorry if I <laughs> ruined your appetite with a little cricket juice talk this morning, but uh, it's the unprofessional news. 5000 bucks for you to drink a cup of cricket juice. A shot of cricket juice. A shot? Five I'd, grand. I'd do a shot. I'd do a shot for five grand? Yeah. What about a thousand bucks? A thousand bucks. Cold hard cash right now. For just a shot? A shot of delicious, chunky grasshopper guts right in front of you. Oh. I'd have to use the old plug the nose trick that I used when I was a kid. And you can't puke. If you puke, it's over. <laughs> Just thinking about it makes me want to puke right now. I'm going to have to pass on the 1,000. I'll do it for 5K. Uh, the Blues will take on the Penguins tomorrow at home. Puck drop at 7. And you can find more unprofessional news on the website. 923 wilcom It's powered by Red Tavern. There's always something going on at Red's. 
92.3 WIL, New Country for the STL. It's Remy and Casey. Time for Remy versus Casey. We've got our contestants on the phone. Jessica in New Haven. Kara in St. Charles. Kara, you were on the phone first, so who do you think is going to win today, Remy or Casey? Uh, Remy. I like it. I'm okay oh, with that. Goodness. Let's go. Yesterday, Remy got the win. He knew the population of Tokyo. Of course he did. Yeah. Everybody knows that's one, of, that's one of the places I want to go in Eastern Asia. So, Remy, uh, right now, a little bit of confidence. You're going to need it today. It's a game of categories, which has not been your best game in the past. Holler. So, Casey's going to make her way out to the hallway. Remy, you are first. We've got a special theme to category today. Last Don't say p- yet. Last week, we talked about Wally's, the new yes. gas station coming oh, to town. Oh, yeah. This is a gas station-themed round of categories. So, brace yourself. Uh, okay, Remy, category number one. Get your mind right here. Your category in the gas station... Theme is simply gas station companies. Go. Uh, quick trip, uh, quick and easy. Uh, oh my gosh. Wally's, uh, you guess. Every time you just like, you stumble. There's just like a a dry stretch, dry I'm trying spell. Trying to think of the one, what's the one I'm thinking of? The, the big set, the Amico. Amico, BP, Conoco. Hey, you, you're good. You got two more rounds. Yeah. Get back at it here. Category number two. Soft drinks you would find in a gas station. Go. Pepsi, Coke, Mountain Dew, Sprite, uh, Crush, Orange Crush, Grape Crush, uh, Mountain Dew, uh, Baja Blast, uh, uh, Cherry Coke, Cherry Pepsi, uh, Mountain Dew. I already said Mountain Dew. Damn. All right. Um, I'm going to – you had you had a couple answers there that kind of threw me off. So you said Crush and then Orange Crush and I think Grape Crush. I'll give you the two flavors. Okay. And I'll scrap the just overall crush. That's fine. Okay, so that gives you uh gives you ten. It's not bad. I'll take it. Not bad. Uh all right. Category number enough? three. Final one. This is gas station souvenirs. Go. Uh, magnets, keychains, sunglasses, uh the, the stuffed animals, shirts, uh, cowboy hats, um bouncy balls. Just got that one in time. I'll count it. Casey's on her way in. You feel good? I don't know how I feel. You guys, Carolyn just admitted to my face that she never knows who I am. <laughs> <laughs> she walked up. This is an office lady. She walked fast and she goes, I never know who you are. <laughs> At least she's straight up and didn't guess. I know. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> All right, Casey, the game is categories today. Uh, we've got a special themed round of categories. It's gas station themed. On our Wally's conversation. Yeah. So your first category, 10 seconds on the clock. Simply gas station companies, go. Circle K, Quick Trip, Wayne's One Stop, BP, Shell, Phillips 66. Um, Solid. Thanks. I don't, know what Wayne's, I don't know what the Wayne's World one was. Yeah, but. I've never heard of that. Oh, that's in Waterloo, so that's why it's little. Okay. Category number two, Casey. Soft drinks. Sprite, Mountain Dew, Pepsi, Coke, Vanilla Coke, Cherry Coke, De Fanta. Uh, you said that weird. Fanta. Fanta. I don't know what. Don't you want a Fanta? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, category number one, Remy had a total of four points. Casey nudged him out with six. Nice. Okay. Two-point lead. Category number two, Remy had ten. Casey had seven. Oh, well, he's fatty, so. Wow. What did you say? That you oh. love soda. Oh. <laughs> Your total score so far is 14 to 13. Remy has a one-point lead. Wow, that's weird. 
Final category, Casey. It all comes down to this. Ten seconds. Gas station, souvenirs, go. Sunglasses, cowboy hats, keychains, things with your name on it, um, cigarettes, lighters, uh, uh, T-shirts. So. (laughs) (laughs) Cigarettes is one that I'm not sure if that's a souvenir. Yeah, you can get them. They say St. Louis on them if you get it downtown. Yeah. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw the red flag on cigarettes as a souvenir. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll tell you what. I'll count it, and we'll see how it all shakes out on the end. Probably because uh, you had a dumb one, too. He did have a dumb one, and I did deduct a, a point away from Remy at one point. So Use your best judgment. All right, yeah. so here we go. It was 14-13 heading into the final round. Casey finished round number three with a total of six. A grand total of 20. Last week, she had 28. Not your best performance. I try not to hang out at gas stations. Okay. Remy, you had 14. You need at least six to tie. Seven or more gets you a win. In the final round, Remy had a total of seven. Remy. 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 21 to 20. I thought you were going to say had a total of like one. (laughs) No. I, I usually try to stay out of gas stations as well, but now that we have kids and road trips, you always have to go into a gas station. What Stock souvenirs up. were you saying? Not, not souvenirs for the bathroom. What? You have to go to the bathroom for the no, kids. No, what souvenirs yeah, did you, said, you like, give him? T-shirts, cowboy. You both said cowboy hats. Yeah, I think you said shot glasses, Bouncy balls. Mm, okay. Anyway, All thank the best you. Stuff. <laughs> thank you. When Casey's away, the boys will play. It's Man's Week. It's better than I ever dreamed it would be. With Remy and me. I'm a man. Yeah. I, love, I love this. Yeah. Thank you for putting that together, Meat. Gotcha. Because <laughs> Casey I, is gone this week. She's on a cruise. I thought it was fitting. It is fitting. So it's been, you know, just a lot of burrowing out here in the studio this week. <laughs> and you came today with a story and a question. If the state offered you cash so that you didn't have grass in your lawn, would you do it? Cash for grass. Cash for grass. Not that kind of grass. Different grass. Kentucky bluegrass. That's right. <laughs> Maybe more expensive. So apparently in Colorado, they're having a, a huge issue with uh, with a drought right now, a historic drought. So they're basically trying to find ways to keep the water in the system and have people stop watering their lawns and things like that. And the goal here is what's what do you have the price conversion on this? Yeah, so it's three dollars per square foot of yard that you are willing to take from grass and turn it into something else, whether it's landscaping, concrete, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. So we kind of did some numbers in here. Yeah. Thought like on average, a 30 by 50 foot backyard. Uh the square footage would have been uh a total of forty five hundred if you were to give up the entire backyard. And turn it into something else. At yeah. $3 a square foot. I feel like I would be super happy to do this with my backyard where the dogs hang out. It's not fun to mow. I feel like my backyard just ends up being nothing but weeds. And there's moles back there. So the dogs are digging up the yard. It's just not good. So let's... I'm totally on board for making it something new. I thought you were better than this. I, I listened about? to this show last year in the summer. Uh, before I was a member of it, and you guys talked about your love for lawn mowing and uh, how how well you kept your yard up. That is a craft. 
that you should be proud of. I'm, I'm not just going to give this up for anything. The for front a lawn, bucks. The front lawn is a craft. That's fine. I put stripes in that bad boy. But the backyard you is just, just let it go to hell. Just let it go. Oh, I can't do man. anything about it. But the dogs are out there digging holes, crapping all over the place. The front yard, okay, the front yard has its importance because of, like you said, the view. That's what everybody yeah. sees. The backyard is where you go to have fun. The backyard is where you go to relax and you enjoy your leisure time. That should be perfect. That's where I can put up a big covered patio yes. with like a nice outdoor kitchen. Oh, yeah. All of that stuff. I think that $4,500 probably wouldn't be enough to do all the things that I would want to do. It'll be perfect. My ultimate goal, and I don't know if Colorado would like this, I'd love a koi pond. <laughs> That's not helping the water issue, my man. But it's one time. <laughs> it's just a thousand gallons, just like one it's time. It's no big deal, man. <laughs> so would you do it? Would no, you? I'm not going to do that. You could really give up your yard. Yeah, yeah, I could give up my yard. It's just one last thing for me to maintain, which is fantastic. I'm so disappointed in you. That, you that's the least about? manly thing I've ever heard oh, you yeah, say. If I put a koi pond in my backyard, that's pretty manly. No, it's not. <laughs> Mow your yard. It was a weed eater. It's gas powered. <laughs> They're ornamental carp. I mean, it's, it's, it's fish in the backyard. Oh, I'm so tired of this conversation already. <laughs> what, do you want me to put bluegill koi. in? I can put bass no! in it if you want me to. I want you to put bluegrass. Some catfish. Kentucky bluegrass. <laughs> Some zoysia, whatever they call it. Zoysia? Zoysia. 314-699-4766. Would you give up your grass for cash? No. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Like I said earlier, I don't fear getting older. I just wish I hurt less when I woke up every day. Heard that. Apparently, fitness instructors have found the fountain of youth inside the home aquarium. Oh, God. Yeah. Fitness influencers this... are claiming that you can slow down the aging process by drinking a chemical used to clean mm. fish tanks. It's called methylene blue. Oh, my gosh. And it's bright blue in color. These are health professionals. They're fitness influencers. Okay, that's what I thought. Totally different thing. <laughs> <laughs> just, just clarifying. Those are people on the internet that are like, this is good for you. I have no credentials, but I've got a huge following. Is that like the people who call themselves coaches for certain companies? Sure. And they're not really qualified uh, yeah, in any way? That's kind of okay, close. Perfect. Yeah, join my team kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, maybe not that bad, but I will say there's a lot of very attractive influencers out there uh -huh. that are giving an advice that they probably shouldn't give like this. So apparently this methylene blue, which is found in uh, fish aquarium, like aquarium cleaner. I've never used this, by the way. I have a lot of aquariums. I've never used this. Uh, people posting photos are showing off their blue tongues after they drink it. They claim that it helps keep their mind and body young. Experts say there's no evidence and it could actually kill you if you drink too much. That's the future of our world is screwed. We have no chance. Anything that's that says tank cleaner is probably not something good to consume. Is this worse than Tide Pods? I don't know. Probably. It's Nobody's same, died yet, I it's guess. It's in the same realm, right? So it can have a lot of other chemicals in it, too. So that's what people are worried about most is like if you're if you have a cleaner, it's not just the methylene blue. That's an ingredient. But there's also things like arsenic, mercury, lead, things that can lead to your death. If you do decide to choose the fountain of youth within a aquarium cleaner. 
just beware. Again, this is just a way of life. Like if you if you die doing it, eh, sorry. <laughs> someone, just, just what happens. Someone at one of the uh, at one of the uh, aquarium cleaning companies said this is kind of like Darwinism at its finest. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Uh, next story: Murder hornets are back in the news. So that's three years in a row now. You remember it was like the pandemic started? And oh yeah. <laughs> they said, "Oh, murder hornets are yeah. coming." By the to way, the US. well, scientists have come up with a new way to kill the males. Sex traps. Get what you up? Every time. Males can be lured to their death using sex pheromones. The study created traps using a dummy female hornet and a mixture of synthetic pheromones and natural female hornet sex pheromones. And they go in and they end up killing themselves because they also poison the uh, little trap. So yeah, that's that's one way. Can I get this in my house for like paper wasps? Because that's going to start up. They're going to start looking for a new place to put their little nest, and I don't want it in my patio. I was going to say, the similarities this has to reality. Just <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. I don't know why I'm here, but I'm here. <laughs> oh, what did, what did I do? This was the worst mistake ever. Honey, I just followed my nose. It's so weird. <laughs> uh, the Blues will take on the Penguins tomorrow night at home. Puck drop at 7. And the Unprofessional News is powered by Red's Tavern. There's all Always something going on at Reds. More 923WIL.com. Remy and Casey. Could the end of daylight saving time be near? This happened yesterday. Everybody's sharing the link to the news story of how the Senate had a unanimous consent, I believe, which doesn't mean that everybody actually voted. It just means nobody had an objection to like getting rid of daylight saving time. So they're like voting to vote, kind of. Kind of. I mean, the fact that it went through the Senate, now it has to go through the House. Will it actually happen? Who knows? But this, I think, is the furthest that it's gotten in a long time. But are there any, like, consequences to doing away with this? Yeah, there's consequences to doing away with this. They found this out already uh, in the 70s. The I think it was Richard Nixon uh, kind of put it into place. They had it for about two years, and they realized that there were a lot of issues with it, mostly in the mornings with your children. Keep your kids safe. And your kids waiting out for the bus, waiting out for school in the dark, uh, apparently it's not too safe. Had like a lot of accidents at the time. Yeah. Resulted in some not great things. So that, that's number one. Anthony Slaughter said that this morning. He, I was watching the, the news this morning, and he had said, now nah, just think about this. In the winter, your kids will be going to school in the dark because the sun doesn't come up until after 8 a.m. Right. If we don't change the time. And you're going to be driving to yeah. work in the dark as well on that long, cold voyage in the mornings. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, I just feel like you're you're basically, and I don't know how much you would get during the day. Like, when does the sun go down in the day if you don't have daylight saving time in the winter? What time would it would it still go down at seven or six or seven? Or I, I just don't see the major benefits here. I, yeah. I just don't. I don't get it. It really is that I really feel like it's for for me the winter time when we fall back, which is great to have an extra hour of sleep for a week until your body gets used to that. But that whole like sunset at 445 thing I can't get behind would it be weird though if it sat later and if it was a six o'clock sunset in the winter would it be I feel like my day would just feel off like nothing really you think was coming together yeah yeah I don't know I I just I I'm on the fence about it but there are some other a ton of things that I didn't think about I guess there are multiple states that actually don't celebrate Arizona I think right yeah uh, they don't do daylight savings I or, think Indiana might be one of them too 
So their lives are apparently doing okay. They only participate on one of the time changes. I don't know. Yeah, there's a couple states that don't participate. What if every, I mean, can everybody, can every state just have different laws? I think so. I think that's what it would end up being. It's like if it does pass federal, then it's your state's job to decide whether or not you want to do that. We're going to be trying to change time zones and all that. Like, well, Missouri's in the central, then Illinois, they're in the. Pacific. Can you imagine that? Like, Illinois and Missouri see, do not see eye to eye politically at all. Can you see that happening? Like, you go, and especially for me, who I live in Illinois, I go there every night. You know, the time changes every An single hour night. Difference. <laughs> it, can be, it can be a little hairy there, but uh, some things you don't think about when it comes to daylight saving time and getting rid of it, especially that one, man, kids going to work. Or kids going to school at 8 a.m. in the dark. You going to work in the dark. Man, you don't want that. You don't. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Get a bar on Broadway in Nashville. Just do it. That's what all the cool kids are doing. Mm. Uh, All the country artists have one. Florida Georgia Line. Eric Church announced that he's got one on the way. Uh, Just last month they announced that. Uh, Now, sounds like there could be a country duo i guess coming in with a new bar well who could be next who could be next line them up how about uh garth brooks and trish the dish your girl trisha yearwood uh now why do you why do you got to be like that man because i just feel like the bar scene in nashville has become ridiculous i'm with you actually i'm totally with you so ridiculous they're all kind of the same now they all have the same kind of vibe with the new bars that are uh led by certain artists is it that good of an investment because that's all these are i mean yeah it's i'm sure it rakes in money uh, a lot of these bars have performers and stages on two, maybe three different floors throughout the bar. So it's really multiple bars kind of in one at all of these. Uh, but there is speculation right now that Garth and Trisha Yearwood could be the next to open a bar on Broadway. Uh, there was a couple months back, I guess right at the end of 2021, there was a building that sold for $48 million on Broadway. It housed a couple of different bars. Uh, Paradise Park was one of them. I guess a legendary bar on Broadway. I don't think I've ever been there, but uh, the building was purchased towards the end of the year, and Garth Brooks is one of the names mentioned on all of the documentation and everything, Yeah. and his music agent is also the agent listed on that so everybody's wondering what does this mean uh does does garth have a bar coming possibly and i think it makes sense obviously he's a he's an incredible entertainer patricia she's got the food side and all that going on with her tv shows so i think it makes sense uh i don't want another bar downtown everybody's got a bar I'm cool if you want to put your name on something else. Like, what if you franchise the Chick-fil-A? What if Garth You Brooks and all these extra ideas. Franchise a Chick-fil-A. I'm telling you. Car dealerships. I'm telling you, people. Like, if you could say that you bought a car from Eric Church's car dealership. How sweet would that be? That's a that's a bumper sticker I would want to put on my on my trunk. <laughs> Church's used car lot. Come on. Garth Brooks owns a Chick-fil-A. I'm going there. There's too many bars to go to. Like, you, there's only so many bars you can go to at a night and actually have a fun time. That's why you got to go down for a couple of nights, a Friday, Saturday, <laughs> and Sunday. You hit them all. We're hitting up Dirk Bentley's bar, uh, Luke Bryan's bar, Jason Aldean's bar, Florida yeah, Georgia yeah, Lions yeah. bar. How many other bars are Eric Church's so, bar? Alan Jackson had one down there that was like an older, old school, legendary bar. I don't even know if that's down there yeah. anymore. I think a lot of these have almost been gutted with the new ones coming in, but... 
The next one could be Garth and Trisha Yearwood. We'll keep you updated on all of that. But that is Casey Covers Country. I'm Meet filling in for Casey this week. And Casey Covers Country is brought to you by Brick Layers Local 1. Earn while you learn. Visit BACSTL.com. 92.3 WIL New Country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey. And that's it for us today. Uh, Casey's not here, so it's Again. just been just been dude bros in the studio for the last three days, which has kind of been fun. I think it's a good thing. <laughs> it's a nice change up for everybody. We've been talking about dude topics like, uh, would you give up your lawn for cash? They're doing this in Colorado because they've got a drought going on. So the government's like, hey, if we gave you, what is it, $3 Three per square foot? Three bucks a square foot, yep. $3 per square foot and you, uh, you know, replace your lawn with some sort of hardscape, whether that be masonry or gravel, who knows? Would you do it? Absolutely not. <laughs> we realize you'll do anything for money, though. Uh, you know, I, I, I have a love-hate relationship with my lawn because I feel like in St. Louis, in the Missouri area, it's just only good for about a half a year. And then it just dries up at the end of July, and it's like, well, what am I doing here? And the moles have taken it over the entire time. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, if you know about moles, please just come over to my house. Mine Co too. Coax them out of their holes and we can relocate them to somebody else's yard that we don't like. Or kill them. <laughs> or that as well. Uh, if you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast and we will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. See you.